nothing goes better with Husker sports than Fairbury. Well, you're talking as if you're knowing something about this whole thing. Coatney, Coat, Coat continues to deliver. Fairberry, Fairberry reads continue to resonate in our collective cerebrums, and I have no issues with that whatsoever. I'm, I'm getting some hankering for some Fairberry hot dogs. <laughs> well, you know, didn't you? One of the very first drops ever from the Chicken Nick show was your drop of they just leave stains on your buns. Just leave stains on your buns. And I can only, I hope, I can only assume, and I can only hope you were talking about Fairbairn. <laughs> just makes me happy. Sorry, that just, that, that thing just kept playing, and that was the No, it's good. I love it. I love it. I, this is the beauty of the show is you never know who's going to be a, become a superstar. Nick Henrich became a superstar. All of a sudden, you know, I mean, the 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 whole crew out in Hastings have become superstars, and now Matt Coatney's just, at least in our little world, superstar, complete superstar. I have, I have no issues with, uh, and in fact, it's one of the things I look forward to the most is finding out who is going to be the next. Star, not that anyone needs our help. No, but I think star of the pod. Like they don't need to increase their stardom, but to be to magnify who they are within this little biosphere known as the Chicken Nick Show, uh, this little ecosystem here. I mean, Matt Cotney's star has taken off uh, within our cylinder, and and I'm here for it. I, I like it. Yeah, this is good. I mean, it's it's. Right. I don't know. I think sometimes we get an inflated view of, of our little world, of what of just how big a deal it is outside of the world. Because right now, Matt Coatney, Brad Pitt, just they might as well be one A, one B in terms of the biggest <laughs> stars in the world. This is this is The Rock, Matt Coatney, you know, like they're 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 on top of the world at this point. Shall shall we go to the polls brought to you by Look at Aaron you. Schumacher? Look at you. Yes, yes. Might I got a bunch well. of things I want to bounce off you to after the polls, okay? Erin Schumacher, we will give you her information, but Nebraska Realty, she sponsors the polls. You need to go to her for all of your real estate needs. There is no other reason to go to anybody else than to just Erin Schumacher here. She specializes. Uh, yeah. Nobody sells more homes in the Utah Peninsula than Erin Schumacher. Nothing goes better with Husker sports than Fairbury. I think that's a great way to put it. Aaron sets the gold standard in real estate, specializes in Omaha, Elkhorn, Gretna, Papillion, <laughs> Springfield, Louisville, Bennington Valley, Waterloo, and Utah or the Yucatan Peninsula. As Nick Baugh just said, nothing goes better with Yucatan Peninsula real estate than Schumacher. Nothing goes better with Husker sports than Fairbury. <laughs> Perfect. This had to have been what Aaron Please. had in mind. This has to be what you had in mind. <laughs> Please give her a call or text her 402 714 That is just, uh, just so good. What are the polls? Right. We got. Here we go. 
You, uh, someone was picking apart your uh, read last week. <laughs> yeah, someone, yeah. S- <laughs> someone said it was Dan Beaver. It was Dan. Said, it was Dan. I loved it. It was Nick, <laughs> Nick Baugh on the on the beanery read said, and I quote, "And they've got more than just coffee. They've got hot coffee." <laughs> I I I, I read that. Oh, it's so bad. Come on, I, why am I so stupid? So the thing about this Twitter account that I like is we will retweet things like that and then immediately create a poll based off of the retweet. No question. So we retweeted that statement from <laughs> Beavers and then said, and then our poll question was, is hot coffee more than just coffee? I mean, I don't 50, know. Like 54% said no. 54%. Well, I'm close. That's closer than I thought it was going to be. Closer than I thought it was going to be. Keep me on my toes uh, here, Matt, Dan. Does Matt Coatney need to co-host an episode of the podcast? Oh, boy. Your options were yes, no, and ugh. <laughs> the bad thing about the ugh response is it kind of negates a lot of things because you don't really know what it means. Are you favoring Coatney or are you just abdicating the the entire thing i i don't know i don't know either but uh well, i think it has uh, to be an endorsement yeah it has to be, it, say it played again i didn't mean to interrupt you matt coney go ahead no that's fine uh yeah. i think a vote for that is a vote for coatney in a positive way okay all that's right what well I think. then i guess 94 percent said yes because 53 percent said yes 42 percent said Ugh. and <laughs> and five percent Five percent said no. Uh, <laughs> All right, uh, is Mathis got sacks now officially the worst Husker pump up song of all time because the Huskers got no sacks. It's so bad. It is so bad. Eighty-five percent said yes. Man, do you know what's and frustrating? I, it's frustrating because I, I really felt good about that song the lyrics the delivery the production everything about it felt great and it is just now going to be infamous for all the wrong reasons it's just it's unfortunate so huskers huskers defense got a good pass rush so rush it rush it rush it rush it rush that quarterback methods got sacked gosh could have been huge. It could have been the biggest thing in the world. If I'd have done this about, you know, and Dominic and Sue got sacks, Randy Gregory got sacks, just something, just, you know, it was before its time or past its time. I don't know what it is. Way ahead of its time. <laughs> you know, it reminded me, like, when you sang that song. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of when Marty McFly gets on the stage and everyone is just very quiet after he plays Johnny B. Good. At the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. And yes. he essentially says, God, I guess you guys aren't ready for that yet, but your kids are going to love it. I feel like that's where... I guess you guys aren't ready for that yet. But your kids are gonna love it. <laughs> it's just great. Or or it's, it's great. See, it's either that or 
it's I guess you guys aren't quite ready for that yet, but your grandparents probably love it because it goes back to a time your parents or your grandparents because it was from the nineties. It was when the pass rush was actually good. Right. So maybe it's like the bizarro so, world. Huskers. Yeah. Huskers. Yeah. These fans got a good pass rush. Yeah. So rush it. Rush it. Rush it. Rush it. Rush that quarterback. Metal's got sacks. <laughs> I can't guess you guys aren't ready for that yet. But your kids are gonna love it. Yeah, they they are. Thank you, Marty. Yeah, thank you, Marty McFly. Shouts out to Marty. All right. Shouts out to Marty. One of the greatest movies oh, so in good. the history of Western civilization. All right. This is <laughs> one of my favorite polls. And if you're wondering why. <laughs> I just saw. I'm on a Twitter account. I'm sorry. I just saw. You saw the next poll. <laughs> no, I saw a picture on a T-shirt. Have you seen it? <laughs> the ET? Yes. Oh yes, I have seen. I have seen the shirt. <laughs> we legit One look the... like we're tossing. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Uh, there's no. There's a bunch of good polls. I'm excited about. Especially right, here we go. Yeah, okay, keep it rolling. I got distracted. Yep. If Nebraska wakes up, is it game over? I voted yes. Game over. That's based on the Mickey Joseph interview I did. 75% said yes. It's game over. For those who listen to the podcast regularly, are you a Husker fan? 89% said yes. That's a lot of Husker fans. That is, that is yeah. That's about, it's, it's kind of what I expected, but nevertheless, it's like, whoa. Yeah. Can you mention a bye week without saying enjoy your bye? Eighty-five <laughs> percent said no. Enjoy Thank your bye, <laughs> Kathy. Oh, Kathy, I love you. Uh, let's see. Is the best part of the bye week being able to tell others to enjoy their bye? I mean, come on. Enjoy Thank your bye. Ninety-one percent said yes. Good. This is good. Incredible. This is good. Uh, let's see. <laughs> there was a Husker Fairberry. There's a Fairberry There's hot a dogs picture someone on. sent us. Yes. So we retweeted it and then said, Can you look at a pack of Fairberry hot dogs without thinking of Matt Coatney? <laughs> <laughs> He's synonymous. Congratulations. Nothing goes better with Husker sports than Fairberry. <laughs> 77% said no. I mean, I think at this point I'm synonymous with salsa. So I mean, that's all true. Welcome to the welcome to the food synonymous family there, Courtney. So Paige, who I think is part of the Fairbury Chamber of Commerce, because we said she said uh, not only does Matt Courtney need to host an episode of the podcast, I submit that it be a live show in beautiful Fairbury. Fairbury Chamber would gladly sponsor and provide hot dogs. Let me oh just tell you. Nothing goes better with a live show than Fairberry. Nothing goes better with Husker sports than Fairberry. <laughs> Could you imagine we just do a live show from Fairberry based hot do- on Matt Coatney's Fairberry read? Just eat Fairberry hot dogs the whole time and just go, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. Should the next live Chicken Nick show be in Fairbury, Nebraska with special guest Matt Coatney? 84% said yes. <laughs> uh, I can't do it anymore. 
show is so dumb. It is great, though. What is, <laughs> what is your preferred nickname for Matt Coatney? Coat or Sugar Coatney? What do you think wins? What would you take? I, I'm I'm partial to sugar coatney, but that feels you got sugar to another man. Like what's up, sugar? Unless it's Sugar Ray Leonard or something like that. You just sugar coatney is more the verb. Like True. Really yeah, it, good call. So just coat. We're just going coat. But sixty-two percent said sugar coat. Okay. Uh, oh, come on, Matt. Come on. Um, let's see what else. Oh yeah, someone had a picture of you with ET. Yeah, because we had an episode about you saying "ouch," Ouch. like you got hurt and you said it just like ET did. Yep, that was a classic moment of the show. We're gonna have have to find that some way. Uh, and then, should the robot head to Iowa City to ask Kirk Ferentz some questions? 96% said yes. I very much enjoyed that poll. Mm. I very, very much enjoyed that poll. Ken Pavelka had a tweet that said, And so it begins, October 24, 2022, season number 36, or something like that. Yeah, I mean, fans, obviously it's been, I think, whatever, 644 days or something like that exactly, but... That's <laughs> a little... Uh... He had to know. He knows what he's doing. KP knows knows what he's doing. Pavelka knows exactly what he's doing. Um, You you know what was happening at PBA for the first time today? What? What? It was Shadron State and Fred Hoiberg's Nebraska Cornhuskers in an exhibition. And you know what was being served up in that thing? Dunks? Dunks, yes. Nothing goes better (laughs) with Husker basketball than... Nothing goes better with Husker sports than Fairbury. No, booze. What? Beer. Hard seltzers. Whoa. Wine. Hello, Quest Center 2.0. How about that? First day. First day. Nebraska. Come on. They crushed Shadron State. You connect the dots. Tell you what, you, uh, you have a bad basketball team and you sell booze, you're going to buy yourself an extra two years. For sure. Because the fans will be like, you know what? I don't care. Pass the Bud Light. That's fine. Whatever. Give me a truly. Give me a. <laughs> Let me. Do you, do you really care how bad this team is? Let me tell you. Truly, I don't. <laughs> I mean, there is something to that. Like I'm just here for the booze. I'm just here to have some beer on a Tuesday we night. We used to they used to be full of booze at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Now it's a different kind of booze. Look what you did. I like what you did. I mean they and they they waxed Shadron State's fannies. They there was beer in the in the building. I mean you connect the dots. You watched the game. What do you think? <laughs> Bo, do you, you think beer was the biggest difference in the game today? You watch a game, what do you think? What do you think? I mean, pretty emphatic. But, I mean, yep. come on. Yep. Uh, pretty big moment, though. Pretty big moment. A uh, very large moment. There's yep. no uh, question about it. Could you, could you imagine being an Iowa? Let me tell you something. What is worse right now, being a Nebraska fan or being an Iowa fan? I don't think there's any question. It's being an Iowa fan for this right season, now. for this individual season. Uh, well, 
think about it, though. Like, moving forward. Like, you have your head coach who doesn't want to fire his son, who's the OC. Yeah. The OC's got to get out of the way. Like, it's just no good. Nothing's good about that. They bring in a backup quarterback on Saturday against Ohio State. He fumbles the first snap. Is that him or is that coaching? Is he not ready to play? Did they not get him ready to play? And and he's got – Ferentz has this huge buyout. Not that you want to get rid of the guy, but you are at the point where you're like, this is just absurd what's happening here, where you have door number three with Nebraska. Like, I don't know what the future is, but, gosh, I don't want what Iowa has this year. Yeah, it's weird. I – I'm a little torn on this one. Got to call a quick full timeout here to tell you about our pals at Go Currency. Does your business need easy, competitive financing for trucks or equipment? Currency is here to help. Currency specializes in finding the best available rates and terms for construction equipment, farm machinery, trucks, and trailers. In fact, customers can get loans for up to $500,000 with little or no money down and terms up to 72 months. Currency can also help if you're getting serious about buying a new or used motorhome, fifth wheel, or utility vehicle. Just fill out an application, and the Currency Finance team will get to work finding a lender with the most competitive options. It's quick, secure, and free to use. Currency is equipment financing made simple. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. That's GoCurrency.com. Dot com Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, currency pursuant to CFL, license 60DBO-54873. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, I was in the Big Ten Championship game a year ago. They were. They so were. I, I also think people are like, okay, like, I, wow, you talk about only as good as you are right at this moment. The greatest thing you saw is the thing you just saw. And your tradition is what you did this morning. That's it. Because I'm, I'm, I mean, trust me, this, this offense is like, it is. I mean, this, this offense is dramatically worse than the 2009 Nebraska offense. And I felt like that offense was just, it was a struggle. But I, I'm a little, I'm a little torn. It's a, it is a, it's a brutal situation in the sense that I don't know how it gets fixed if Kirk Ferentz just simply won't change the situation with his son. You know what I mean? Like, that that would be the part of it that is the most, like, man, I don't know how you dig out of this specific issue. But I, there are two things with it. Number one is, is, again, this team was in the Big Ten Championship game a year ago. And then the other thing is, for me, I feel like as a football fan – it's easier to stomach if your team is terrible on offense and good on defense than it is the other way around. Like because defense is a mentality. And, That's a part. It's a culture yes, thing. Yeah. And and like at its very essence, football is 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 physical hitting. Like that's what football kind of is. And so at least you it's it's an easier thing to rally around, but when you can't stop anybody, when you're giving up when you are giving up 55 points a game, just get you, you literally have no chance of stopping people. That is more demoralizing to me, I would think, as a fan than it is if you couldn't dream of scoring 17 points. I asked Doug Maurice last week, Cleveland Plain Dealer on Sirius XM, I said, How many points does Ohio State need to score this week to win the game? What did he say? He said, I don't know, six. 
unfortunately, that's like. And, <laughs> and that was incorrect because Iowa's defense did score. <laughs> but um, but what do you think? I mean, I I trust me, I understand the dire straits of the situation, and I understand the the awkwardness of the fact you have the 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 Kirk Ferentz Brian Ferentz thing. But I don't know. I also think some of the some of this stuff feels a little like everybody needs to breathe a little bit. There's no doubt that um, we are prisoners of uh, of the moment here, but I think there's a microcosm of the, hey, you know something needs to be done, yes. but you're not going to do anything because that's just how you've operated for the last 30 years, right. 25 years. You're not going to change. Like the transfer portal. They didn't do anything with the portal. Right. What does that mean moving forward? They pursued a quarterback. It didn't really work out. No one's really naming the quarterback that they pursued, but just the – Life comes at you fast. Life changes fast, and you can be, be you can le- be left behind very quickly. Not that I think I was in danger of becoming a has been. I think they will continue to be relevant in terms of competing for whatever division there is in the Big Ten moving forward. But this is one of those things that you look at and you say, coaches become so big and so in charge where there's nothing, you know, it's like, Hey, it's my kid. Right. right. Gary Barta is the supervisor. He's the one who employed him quote unquote to avoid the nepotism laws. Yet, uh, Gary Barta is not his boss, right? Like it's just, it's just an odd thing. Like I feel the same way Kirk does though. Like if it were my son, I'm not firing my kid. I'm not getting rid of my kid, but that's the thing. It's the same reason Callahan wouldn't fire Cosgrove. He was his right. buddy. Right. Right. So, yeah, I, you know, hiring I, your friends, hiring your sons. It's just a just a tough deal. And it's not fair to Spencer Petras. No, it's not fair to him. You're leaving in a goalie who's given up seven goals. Right. It's like Patrick was about to walk by the bench saying, I'm not playing for the Montreal <laughs> Canadiens anymore. And then he goes to the avalanche. That's about what is happening here with Petras, except he's not good. Yeah. So uh, anyway, it's just no, a tough deal. I, yeah, for him I, I think uh, I, I wonder if there is this sense where, you know, what's the old line? I think it was. The, the old cliche in coaching, like if you stay at a place long enough, they grow to love you or they grow to hate you. They grow to get just tired of you. And even though, like I just said, Iowa has been, been in the Big Ten Championship game a year ago, I wonder if there are some Iowa fans that they, like this is kind of like, it seems like they have absolutely peaked, hit their ceiling. Like this is what Iowa football is at its absolute best. And... You know, whether it's like a Dana Altman heading to Oregon where it's like Dana was doing fine at Creighton. and But th- there was this feeling amongst, I think, some Creighton fans. They were like, has Dana taken this thing? Dana's like, we respect Dana. We love Dana. But has Dana taken Creighton as far as Creighton can go? And Creighton needs to make a change to see if it can go up to the next level. And Dana did too. And in some ways, that was like a change of scenery for both parties that like worked out beautifully for no both doubt. people. But I did think Sam McEwen had a really interesting point in, I think it was in the Pick 6 podcast, and he made the point in talking about Iowa where he just kind of wondered out loud, in 2022 and beyond, is... What did he wonder out loud? Did he, are you guys going? Yes. He, first he asked that. I said, Sam, are you, you guys know, going? You know that the, you know, 1620 was never going to send Chicken Nick to Big Ten Media Days. Come on, Doug. We had to pretend we were there. <laughs> But, I do I do believe Sam McEwen asked that question, knowing sh- as sure as heck that we weren't going to Big Ten Media. Come days. on. Are you guys going? No, you know Sam, we're not. You know that's not happening. But Sam Sam's made the point that he wonders that 
given Transfer Portal and NIL, that a head coach of Mickey Joseph's skill set, you could argue, is more important today than a head coach of Kirk Ferentz's skill set. That, like, one is more necessary for the current day and age than the other. And I, I was like, hmm. I don't know. I, I'd, I'd have to think about that. I, I'm not sure if I'm ready to totally like go all in on that because sometimes we we want to act like, oh man, you just it's all about it's it's all about the portal and nil now moving forward. Who knows? I mean, you still there has to be an element of building a culture and a vision and you know the day to day coaching and development, and all those sorts of things. But it was just an interesting thought where you you wonder. I mean, I don't think there's any question that a guy like Jay Wright retired, and I, I know this is. You know, Nick Bob tries to bring everything back to basketball, but I think there are certain people oh that gosh. that like Jay. I think Jay Wright felt like the way he wants to coach and run a program is it doesn't necessarily totally work in today's new world that we live in for college basketball. And you wonder if the same is true for for Iowa and Ferentz. But I I, I don't know. There's Nick a lot Baugh of tries to bring every conversation back to basketball. Yes, yeah, one of the greatest things of all time. But it's an interesting thought. I still don't know if I agree with it, but that doesn't mean it's not interesting. I was thinking back to the interview that I did with Mickey Joseph when I asked him about the Nebraska job. And he talked about it's still good and it's still a place you can win a national championship. And then he went on to describe who needs to be the guy at the job. Mm -hmm. And he talked about you have to understand the job. You have to understand the inner workings. You have to recruit. You have to be a national recruiter. If you go back and listen to that, he was describing himself. Yes, he was. Isn't that funny? And I give him so much credit for doing that. Like, he was so much smarter than me in that interview where I, I my follow-up should have been, Mickey, it sounds like you're describing yourself. And just see where he would have gone with that. I would have loved to have heard his response to a follow-up like that. But I, I have left the last week going – Man, like, you don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. And Nebraska, like he said, should conduct a national search. Yes. But without question, and I said this coming out of that interview, they have to move heaven and earth to make sure he's a part of the staff. Because if he's not, if he's not the head coach, you still have to capture the essence of Mickey and keep him on the staff so that you get the best parts of him, even if he's not the head coach, which is, man, can he recruit? Man, can he get this program fired up? Can he channel what the culture should be with this program? And can he recruit, right? I think it all comes back to that. Uh, and re-recruit the roster and keep guys engaged and all of those things. So yeah. I think I heard you ask Bo Root. I saw that on the, the Twitter, yeah, yeah, the YouTube uh, clip where you said, what was the question again? What's more likely? What's more likely, Mickey Joseph is the head coach next year or Mickey Joseph isn't on staff at all next year? <laughs> Game over. Yeah, that's really good. And I, my, my response to that is he's the head coach next year. I would honor, if I had to pick one, I would pick that one. But what's weird is if you'd be like, the follow-up question, be like, oh, so you think he's going to be the head coach next year? I'd be like, I don't know. I'm not, I wouldn't go that far yet. No. But I think it's right. your... your Going down the path of, okay, whoever's hired would be a fool. You would think whoever's hired, if it's not Mickey, whoever's hired would be a fool to go, Mickey Joseph, no.
They, they wouldn't want to. They wouldn't want to look at me jokes if we go. Ugh. Uh. <laughs> they wouldn't want to do that. I just. Wouldn't you know, it be, it'd be great to have a guy that checked a box where he already had a relationship with Mickey Jones. Like, oh yeah, I want to keep that guy. Like Lane Kiffin, you know, obviously he would know. Him. That makes sense, right? That's, or 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 sense. Dave Aranda, Dave Aranda, and Mickey Dave Joseph Aranda were on. Him. That's why that's Aranda's right. my guy. Aranda, I've I've been on yeah, like right. Aranda as of this moment. My my number one scenario is Dave Aranda, Mickey Joseph. That combination. Look out. To me, that's the that's the combination. A lot of whispers, a lot of whispers about Aranda. A lot of things going on there. That that's yeah. the thing that I'm looking at. But I just, I the reason I was asking those questions to Bo is just because I was trying to go down the path of like I wonder how Trev handles the Mickey Joseph conversation when he's vetting candidates at this point. Like, does Trev bring up Mickey? Like, hey, listen, Lance Leipold, or hey, listen, Bill O'Brien, or whoever, fill in fill in the like. I, listen, it's one hundred percent your call if you're the head coach. But I would, you know, I would strongly urge you to keep Mickey Joseph on staff. Like, does he bring it up? I wonder if that would be what. What would be? It'd probably be phrased with something like, "What would? How do you feel about current members of a staff? If you were to bring on, like, are you familiar with any of our staff members? Would you be open? Right. You know, what's your philosophy on keeping st- a staff member or two? Like, just open-ended. Let because, yeah, answer you, the question. Because you don't – you know how it is, like, on, on any level, no one likes a micromanaging boss, especially when you're a head football coach. You don't want your AD to – you don't want to go walk into a situation where you feel like your AD is going to force you to do things. Uh, thank you, Matt Cotney. And so there, there's a delicate way to, to, to approach that subject, but I just – again – I think most head coaches would view Mickey Joseph as an overwhelming positive thing to be on your staff. But I wonder if there there could be some head coaches who already have a main recruiter that they have, and that relationship, whoever your main recruiter is, has to be a very important relationship in terms of they know what you're looking for, they have, you know like there, there's trust there and talent evaluation, all those sorts of things. And you could, I could maybe see there's some head coaches that would want a complete blank slate. I want to bring in my guy and and go from there. I'm just throwing these things out that but I think are think, all you interesting think, though, things. That, like a new head coach, if it's not Mickey, would be smart enough to figure out that the best way to get into the good graces of a fan base and totally. of the local media would be to to keep on the most beloved current staff member for sure, which would be him. Not necessarily that you have to, you know, kneel at the altar of Husker nation and go, whatever you say in order for me to get this job, but that what's the risk reward. If it doesn't work out, then you fire whoever you need to fire a year or two from now. Right. If it works out great. What are you risking? Especially if, if the track record of recruiting speaks for itself. So, right. And I think uh, Bo's answer was like, well, if someone else has their recruiting guy. Bo was like, well, guess what? Now you have, then you, you have two recruiting guys. Guess what's better than one recruiting guy on your staff? Two good recruiting guys on your nothing staff. Nothing goes better with one recruiting guy than two recruiting guys. Nothing goes better with Husker sports than Fairbury. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right. All right. I want to get to a couple other things here. Um, Again, I don't know how long this podcast is going to be, but I do want to say this. Joe Scanlon tweeted this out. Uncle Joe? Uncle Joe Scanlon had this last week, right after our podcast was published. And he tweets, the Huskers get two bye weeks. Wonder what Dorothy thinks. 
He's on the set on Local 4, the NBC-affiliated Hastings, with Alyssa and with Travis. Yep. And Joe is becoming very smooth with this stuff and being able to uh, lay drops down on live local news. Listen to Joe. So, so what you say, we have another another bye week? Yes. What in the Sam Hill do we need another bye week well, for? Everybody gets those <laughs> weeks, especially when you have the, you know, when you start. I know, I get your reference. Uh, <laughs> <when> you- <laughs> well, now that was good. Travis, I don't know if he got it immediately. My guess is he did and just wanted to gloss over it. Right. But in the midst of it, saying, no, I get your, I get so, your reference. So what you say, we have another, another bye week? Yes. What in the Sam Hill do we need another bye week well, for? everybody gets those <laughs> weeks, especially when you have, you know, when you start, I know, I get your reference. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. Uh, of course, that's in reference to uh, Dorothy, who yeah. went to a local town hall meeting uh, where I guess you could voice your opinion because they are building every coffee shop imaginable in Lincoln. Like every corner has a coffee shop. Yep. And Dorothy, who's probably going, you know, 70 going on 90, said this. What in the Sam Hill do we need another coffee shop? <laughs> that's so good. Is this really good? Oh, uh, wow. That's well done. Because um, even the, the, what's good about that is, it's, I mean, it's like, it's not even, it's it's a nice way for Uncle Joe weaved in. It wasn't even about coffee. You know what I mean? He he worked in what in the Sam Hill and brought it into another way. That was like a triple word score in Scrabble. It was great. It was well done. Saw this uh, thing. So Malachi Coleman. Yeah, I was going to bring him up too. We talked about Mickey. You see the number one recruit was Malachi Coleman. Did he connect it in the Yeah, yeah, did she get naked in the bucket seats? Did she go to hubacars.com and get naked in the bucket seats? Okay. It's been a while, Michael. It's been a long time. Malachi Coleman from Lincoln East. Athlete. That boy can run. Football player. Yes, he can. He uh, made an announcement that he's going to be a Husker. Commits to Nebraska, speaking of Mickey, like you said. Ryan tweets, can you confirm if Nick was there? This ranks up there with Gary Sharp's call. Now, I was like, what are you talking about? And then I listened to it, and I immediately knew what he was talking about. Listen to when Malachi Coleman at Lincoln East High School announces that he's going to Nebraska. <laughs> Putting hats down. Oh. Okay, and that would go on and on and on. Wow. Uh, it really sounded like this. Eight and a half to go. Lametti driving. Four, three, Fiddler, right wing. Got to get a shot off. He does at the buzzer. And it is. Fiddler with the win. Okay, stay at home. Aren't you, Malachi? Now, when he asked if you were involved. Yeah, I think we all know where he's going with this. All right. Wood Fox lost the ball. Shot on the way. It's good. good. I was 
again, I was ahead of my time. I was ahead of my time. I was screaming not only for Booker Woodfox, but for Malachi Coleman's announcement in 2022. <laughs> Your kids are going to love Your it. Your kids are going to love it. Yeah, that does sound like Gary Sharp and my call from Booker Woodfox got together and had a baby then went to Malachi Coleman's announcement, right? I'll have to put that on a poll. <laughs> Did Gary Sharp's Frankie Pither game winner and Nick Boss scream for Booker Woodfox? Have a baby. Have a baby. <laughs> and go to Malachi Coleman's announcement. Oh. Oh, good. Um, the longest poll question of all time. Goodness, I I don't really have anything else. Well, uh, no, wait, can I can I just ask two yeah, questions no, real please, quick? Please, please. So you so your boy. I mean, my Kim and I always try to get away right before the basketball season starts because you know oh, it's going to be cray cray oh, with boy. and so we were we went down to to Arizona. <laughs> oh yes, you did say you did. <laughs> Type of challenges just the sun and the heat present itself. Arizona. Well, Arizona's got two quarterbacks who played a lot this year. Both started Scott and Foles, different type of styles. What type of challenges does that present? You should prepare for that. For Arizona. I guess I'm not following the question. Oh, my bad. That was last year. So good. Okay, so my my question. And my question is. And your question is. And your question is? So, you know, we, me and Kimmy made it down to the spa, and your boy got presented with the opportunity to do a manicure and a pedicure. All right. And your boy did a manicure and a pedicure, and I'm just trying to ask you, man to man, if I'm less of a man for getting a mani and a pedi. Okay, a couple of things. Um <laughs> One, I don't think you need to talk like that when you're asking me. <laughs> I figured if I asked it in a real manly kind of a way, yeah, that would. Yeah. Go, go for a Manny Penny, then you're trying to get street cred right on the Zoom here. Uh, now, I will say this. Uh, it's nice to have some company. I have not done a manicure, but I get I probably get a pedicure once a month. Oh, look at you. I used to be like this big, like, oh, my toenails are terrible. Then right. I just like, like rip them or bite it. Like, yeah. just like, like a rodent. You know, I felt like a rodent. Yes. yes. I was like, you know what? I got to take care of this. And so I would go there. And then I forgot about this because I did it years ago that pedicures turn into like ankle and leg massages. Oh, yeah. They, they like, do their thing on the calf, though. And they do that thing for the chicken wing. And, <laughs> and uh, it, they keep you coming back. Like they keep you coming back now. The now the manicure. The Manny. The Manny. Manny Gaku. The Manny. Are you Thuyeth right now with your cuticles? Are you cuticle Thuyeth? Manny Gaku, former Creighton from France. It's ridiculous. Okay. But but yeah. So the I think the manicure thing is questionable. Yeah. But the pedicure thing is especially they uh they buffed they buffed your boy's nails. And so these mugs is shiny. So I feel a little weird. Like right now, if I went to like a construction site, they'd be like, hey, Earl, look at this guy's shiny nails. He ain't never put a nine to five in in his life with them shiny nails. But the petty, the petty was legit. 
You could tell the girl took a look at my feet and was like, "You uh, so when was your last pedicure?" And I was like, "Well, I've had one in my life." And do you remember when that one time was, Mister Schick? That's right, at M. Constantino Salon and Spa while we were talking to Sean McDonough. Yes. I said it was, I used to host a sports talk radio show. We got a pedicure live on the air as kind of a gag. And she was like, oh, so a pedicure's a gag? And I was like, no, didn't mean to offend you. (laughs) But yeah, so you you boys never, I don't think we got Manny's. It's, first of all, you can if you call it a no, manicure. I need to start calling it a man. A manny just makes it sound even more, you know. I need to man it yeah, up. It's gonna you know? be manicure. A manicure. Manicure. It, isn't it? Manicure. Isn't it ironic, Alanis Morissette, that a manny is the least manly thing you can do? I mean, come <laughs> on. Ah, I need to man up that manny. But no, the pedicure. I'm telling you, pedicure goes. Pedicure was legit. Pedicure's great. Oh. Nothing goes better with a manicure than a pedicure. Nothing goes better with Husker sports than Fairbury. Let me tell you, I think I think my girl looked at my feet and she went, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Like, my bad. Didn't do a pedicure underpaid. for one yeah, for one for one time in my life. What's your job? I have to touch other people's feet. Yeah, uh, uh, nasty. That's what they do when they clock in every day. Uh, uh, gosh. Uh, Your boy had a massage oh chair, God. too. And, like, I mean, even oh, you. Oh, goodness. Yeah. God, it was Jeez. money in the bank. I just wanted to know. So you're a, pedi- you're a pedicure guy. So your feet stay Big feeling pedicure. good. Yeah, they stay real good. Real good. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. uh, <laughs> okay, just wanted to run that by. Just wanted to check. No, that's totally Felt amazing. Fine. I was a fan. Tot- Big fan. I was at the uh, Little League Softball World Series, and we it was raining, so our games got pushed back. So I'm like, oh, I got some time. So I went over. This was in uh, Greenville, North Carolina. Right. And I went over and got a pedicure, and I took a picture of you know my legs as I was about to and I sent it to Jenny Dalton Hill, Amanda Scarborough, Michelle Smith, like everyone who was involved, Courtney Lyle, everyone who else was involved. It was just me and a bunch of women who were calling these events. Right. And I sent it to them, and they were so they – they said, I am so proud of you. I am so proud of you. I can't even begin to just tell you just how proud I am of you. First of all, I want to tell you guys how proud I am of you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you for how hard you've worked. Going through a lot, and all this adversity, and I can't begin to tell you how proud I am of you. Okay, okay. <laughs> you but tonight is about another pedicure. But tonight is about another guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I salute you. Okay, I, salute I just wanted to make sure. That. Didn't know if you could tell no, through the Zoom if you boy my nails were glistening in a different way and shining in a different way, but. Just wanted, no, to, just wanted to be straight I up with you. Tell about your nails. You're glowing. I could. I got a great you. glow to me. Yep, it's good. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Just wanted to run it by you. The fact that you get your petty game right every once in a while makes me feel better about me getting my petty game right. It was good. I'm not gonna totally, lie to you. Totally fine. Uh, Tyler, what do you think about the petty? I'm not happy about that. Chicken Nick, yeah. Chicken Nick, yeah. Chicken Nick show, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. 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 Yes. 
just trying to ask you, man to man, if I'm less of a man for getting a man in a petty. Yes! <laughs> a Huda Media Production.